Welcome to another episode of 94 Feet with Coach JT. Do me a favor, leave a like in the comments below. Um, subscribe to the podcast. I can see to grow and add some dope um, people to the show. Locally, not locally, around the world, across the states, man. Um, first off, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Um, without you guys, we would not be here today. So shout out to all the moms all across the world and here in Sacramento, um, everywhere. Big ups to you guys. Um, jump into this quick intro. This gentleman comes to us by way of Akron, Ohio. Um, he's, he's new to the, to the city a little bit, been here for a little bit. Um, good young dude, also just take care of business, but he's into this entrepreneurship business of creating content creating, also um, a coding line creating, and many other things to say the least. Um, good gentleman, hardworking, but he has a heck of a story, and I don't want to ruin it by putting it all out there right now. But again, we want to welcome uh, Tevin to the show. Tevin, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Oh man, thanks for coming, man. First off, everybody, you know it's Mother's Day. Little things going on. Sorry for the uh, short, de- the little delay on the start time, but we're here now. That's all that matters. So we're gonna get right into this thing on 94 feet with Coach JT with my guest Tevin. Um, let's start from the jump, though. Just tell us about people who don't know. We hear about Akron. We hear about you know that's where Bron's from. That's where <laughs> LeBron be at. Um, yeah. but let us let us know about where you come from and um, what what's Akron, Ohio like for you. Um, well, I was born uh, Akron, Ohio, um, and then I moved down to Atlanta, Georgia. So, okay, to the A. Uh, yeah, I really moved to SAC from Atlanta, but I'm originally from Akron. But um, just living in Akron, uh, it's a small town, you know, um, almost a lot of people know each other. Uh, it's like, like just word of the mouth, really. Um, so, yeah, like that's the city where, yeah. you know, big on LeBron, but yeah, it's Akron. So you moved from Akron to the A. Yep. That's totally different. It's a big totally difference. different. So big difference. numbers, culture. What is the biggest dynamics or influence difference you see from Ad, uh, Akron to Atlanta outside of what we know, outside of being predominantly black? Yeah. What something else that kind of like was dr- real drastic for you? Um, I say the people really, because you have like the two like two boxes of people. Mm-hmm. Like you have those one people that's like gonna stand 10 toes about you and you also have those people that's gonna like backstab you Mm. um life (laughs) facts but uh like like i said like akron it was just a it was just a small small city um then like when i transitioned to atlanta it's like i'm in a city where it's like everybody barely know each other Mm -hmm. you're seeing way more people than you really expected to see the diverse of like Caucasians, Asians, Hispanics, right. but you know, in Akron, you really see a whole uh, just all African American. Oh, in Atlanta. Oh, in Akron. In Akron. But, oh, but, but in Atlanta, but Atlanta, it's more, more, a little more diverse. diverse. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Diverse, true, true, true. Yeah, melting pot. Yeah. I mean, similar to being here in California, I'm sure Sacramento for you, right? But it's yeah. even more, right? Yeah, even it's more, way more. More variety. More. Yeah, it is. More it variety. Is. Okay. Um, Give me some things that are people listening to something that you were into growing up as a, I mean, has it always been the, the, the pictures, videography or what film or what have you been interested in as, as a youngster though? I mean, um, you're still pretty young now. Though, so. Yeah. <laughs> so just growing up though, what are some things that you kind of honed in on? Like, okay, I can see myself doing this or wanted to emulate or be like, well, at first my whole initial plan was basketball. Okay. Like that was the initial plan. That was it. Huh? Uh, yeah. That was like, Oh, I'm going to the NBA. Yeah. I'm going to be like Michael Jordan, but you know, Things change. Um, things change. Uh, that's when I had uh, was diagnosed with um, a heart disease. Um, it's something. It's it's something similar called a mitral valve prolapse. Um, it's like to where like 
my heart was enlarging. Um, it's like the blood was just going in, but like wasn't coming out, which was making my heart enlarge. Hmm. So that was like a severe condition on my end. Um, I had it since I was five, but it didn't get serious until like as I grew up. Hmm. So like that stopped me from like a lot of things. Like, you know, I played football, I played baseball, I played basketball. But I'm going to say once I hit like my teens, mm-hmm. that's when everything like really got serious. So give me the definition of the word of it. What was it called? What was it called again? Uh, it's called a mitral valve prolapse with regurgitation. Prolapse. Okay, with regurgitation. So yes. being that hoop was the, hoop was the um, A1 thing that you wanted to do. And you see now some a lot of athletes are getting... I guess figuring out or finding out later in life that they have these heart issues or different things as yeah. well. Um, was there anybody at that time before you found out about your uh, condition at that time though that you were like, okay, outside of Michael Jordan, who would you emulate your game after? What kind of patented? Because you came from a couple of different. Yeah. So um, who are you watching? I was. I'm to this day. I like LeBron. So okay. I had like the Cavaliers jersey, the Miami Heat jerseys, Lakers jerseys. So, you know, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to be the next LeBron. Okay. You know, I had the resemblance of being Michael Jordan, Kobe, just mm-hmm. the whole the picture era. of the, uh, the eras. So, as you're growing up, um, you already knew of this condition while, while you're in the process of go- developing, growing as a young boy, young man, but still going out there and pushing. I did. Did anybody give you like a risk reward factor or, like, or kind of deter you from even trying at, the, at an early age? Yes, uh, you know, just in and out of the doctors, like mm. doctor's appointments. Um, but you know, I was a little kid, so I really didn't think nothing of it for okay. real. But then I'm gonna say it was one time I was playing uh football, and I believe when I had got tackled, um, the wind was knocked out of me, mm. and then uh, it, it was more than just that. So then that's when it was like, oh, he can't really like you know play sports for real. But you know, me, I'm a boy, like I'm like I'm a hard headed, so I was like. <laughs> I ain't worried about it. So I still, yeah. I still went out there, you know, still played. But then, as I like grew up and really thought about it, it was like, I'm really. It's either I'm gonna have to sit down and listen to my doctors, mm-hmm. or I'm really gonna put my life on the line for what I want to do. And you, and speaking of that, putting your life on the line, that was, that was my next question. Actually, you know, you have this condition, but also yeah. you know you want to be active in um, during this, these phases. And then you like said you had the wind knocked out of you though. But how many scares? I mean, or did you have at that time, or was it like a every chance pretty much you knew it could be something happening but yeah. okay what was that like just going out there functioning how do you prepare for you know you get games right you watch family watch people get you get hyped up you do whatever but also you get hyped but also knowing that man i could possibly go out here and yeah hurt myself or you know. i um honestly <clears throat> when i was like when i was young i really just went out there just to really like play and have the fun really mm-hmm. like like i said i really didn't think nothing of it right. um because i didn't think it was like a severe condition mm-hmm. but then once like things started like to change and things started to get actual serious and i had mm-hmm. to go to the doctors almost like every week and i'm listening to what they telling me but not really understanding so i had to get the the breakdown from my mom then mm-hmm. me like when she talked to me, like when she's telling me, like my mom was going to tell me, like she's going to keep it the buck with me. So she mm-hmm. told me how it like really is. Um, that's when I like started to sit down, like, oh, no, nah, I just need to chill. But I really just went out there, like, just to have the fun, really. I literally didn't think nothing of it. Um, at once, you, I mean, it's so serious though, but to realize that, and a lot of athletes do now, some make a decision to come back from it or have to, have to shut it down. Um, when you finally decide to, 
I guess you say give it up or not chase your dream or just not participate in activities like that because of your health. Mm-hmm. We talk about mental health for actually this month is Mental Health Awareness Month. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, years ago, we weren't as dressed as we are as much as possible in the open. Right. On my show, here we talk about it all the time and at my schools, stuff like that with students. But how did you feel your mental was at that point? Because that's nothing. That's something that kids or an athlete never probably wants to give up like in his childhood. Right. How how did that how did that go for you? Um just going through the whole like having the heart condition and just the whole after the heart surgery process, I wanna say I was depressed, but not really depressed. Like I just didn't know who I was at the time because mm-hmm. you know I was going through that. That like like I know what's going on, but I really didn't know what was going on for real. Like like why is it happening to me for real? Yeah, that's tough. So you talk, you said you mentioned heart surgery. Um, was it just one or how many did you have to have? Uh, yeah, it was just one. Um, just one. Yeah, it was the February twenty fifteen, I believe. February twenty fifteen. Okay, so oh, you're going up almost on ten years from start surgery. Yeah. Um, I'm not a hospital dude. <laughs> I, I don't like. I just you know something to this day. I mean. Family members or friends is still just something about the hospital, but yeah. Um, we talk about challenges too, right? So prepping for that, knowing you, okay, this is what I'm going to do because obviously somebody suggested you do this to help either prolong your life or help you be better. Yeah. Um, you make the decision to do it. What's the feeling, man? Because I mean, everybody can say, you know, we, we see videos, movies, but the prep part—you're actually getting ready to do this. Like yeah. that's to me, actually, that's one of the scariest things. Probably start did with like surgery stuff, even for myself. Mm-hmm. I already get scared for everybody else that goes through surgery, or um. How do you how was how was your mindset then? Because I mean, to me, I know that can't be that easy. Honestly, I want to say I was like I want to say I was fourteen or fifteen at the time. Mm-hmm. So around that time, I had a more understanding of what was going on. Okay. So um, I'm gonna say I had a pre-op uh, appointment mm-hmm. before the day of my surgery. Uh, so they really broke down everything that was going to take place and why I was getting it. So. Uh, with me sitting in the room with my mom and sitting in the room with the doctor and the surgeon, mm-hmm. I really was like, okay, like, yeah, it's sad, but let's just go ahead and get it over. Like, okay. I like, I really just got tired of, like, hearing, oh, as he grow, he's going to have to uh, continue to come, yada, yada, yada. So this is a way for you to cut back on some of those procedures or whatever, or visits yeah. as you got older? As, yep, this, as this I got helped older. Out. Okay. They helped out. How long was the surgery? Um, I'm, I'm keeping it, but I don't know. Mom, know. how long was the surgery? It was about eight hours. Ooh. Yeah. Shout out to moms in the building. Um, eight hour surgery. Um put mom on the spot one more time. How did you handle it, mom? Um, I don't know. It was difficult. Yeah. I mean, I don't think nobody is prepared for that. As, you know, gotcha. Like that. Okay. Mom moms moms was a soldier. Yeah. She stuck it out. Um, you get through with this process. Yeah. And you're still a teenager, man. You're still a young dude. What's the What's the comeback like now? Or just to get back doing something? What was that like? Because that's a major surgery. Honestly, that's when the whole, like, Tevin being an entrepreneur really came about. Okay. Um, I'm say, after I had my surgery, it took me like a, like, I'm going to say a week or two. Mm-hmm. to fully come back to myself. Um, I really sat down, thought about what I went through, thought about like, it was like an actual story that I can inspire people. Mm-hmm. So instead of me like 
risking to go play sports again, I came out with my clothing brand. Um, my clothing brand is called Seven Promises. Okay. Um, the like the actual meaning behind Seven Promises respond like correlates with me having my heart surgery. Okay. Um, because the number seven, uh, I'm really big when it comes to God. Okay. Uh, the number seven is a spiritual number. It means completeness and renewness. So just going through that whole process, I knew that God was going to complete my life and complete my healing process. And he was going to renew my life mm. of me. Like, you know. So it's like you, a new you. Opportunity yeah, to be a new like you at a that new me right. the hospital. Right. Um, and then the word promises. I came out with that because, you know, just laying on the, the hospital bed, looking up at the, the lights. It's just the you doctors and... putting the anesthesia and putting me to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, I came like close, you know, we got like, okay, he basically, like, basically me and him having the whole conversation. It's just you and him at that point. Yeah. Like just me and him talking. Yeah. And um, he basically made promises with me that that's been like met. Mm-hmm. And some of them are still being like in the process of chasing. Uh, so that's when, you know, seven promises came about. Um, I really took that to like inspire millennials to keep their word, keep their promises. Mm. Um, because, you know, me, I was on the sounds like 16 at the time or 17. Uh, I was in middle school. Um, a lot of people, they like to make like trust. They like to put trust people, make bets, make promises. Mm-hmm. And um, on my end, I was like, if you're going to put a, your trust in somebody or like make a promise with somebody, at least keep it. Because right. I wouldn't want nobody to make a promise with me or make a bet with me. And the next day, they don't keep right. it. Right. You're, you're, sure, like, you're worried your bond, your promise yeah, like that, right? Yeah. yeah heavy. Yeah, yeah like, like real, real heavy. Um so like it's just looking at it into the universe. I'm pretty sure there's people out there that wouldn't want people to make promises with them and end up like breaking it because that'll right. put like a like a impact on them. Like, okay, mm-hmm. Randy just broke his promise with me. I can't look at him the same way like I do now. Like it really it really just plays like a huge factor right. in it and all. Where did the um the belief in God or religion come from? Um, really just going to church, really. Um, knowing that just he's like believing in him, he can make anything possible. Mm. And like, like I said, like just having a heart surgery and um, healing with me believing in him, like he healed me like quickly. I was, I was in the hospital for like three days. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I tried to walk the next day on my own, try to do everything on my own really the next day. So like I knew that I was like, God, like really trying to like help me. Like he basically saying, I'm gonna get you out of here. He's like, you don't got nothing to worry about. And like even the doctors, they was like, like, what is he doing? Like, why is he trying to get up and walk? Like, this is not this is like to them, it was shocking to see like how fast. Yeah, like how fast that I was like trying to do things on my own. It's a blessing. Yeah. Initial, if you can remember, when you come out of the, that though, what was that like? Cause I'm I the only thing I think I remember being anesthesia was getting a witness team pulled out, right? Yeah. And that's when you come out, you're starting to function, everybody's video laughs and joking, yeah. right? But that and then wake up, it's like nothing happened until you feel, you know, feel something. But for you, what was that like coming out or coming to part? Um, I want to say when they gave it to me, you know, I was laying on the table, I seen the lights and I was out. But when I woke up, I was in a room with like other kids that, you know, had heart surgery, mm. heart surgery or like different type of surgeries. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember when I woke up, you know, just looking around, like where am I? Um, I my mom was there. My grandma was there. Uh, my siblings was there. And, um, you know, my mom slapping me like, like, why aren't you like, you know, waking up? Like, not, yeah, like when I woke up, I was looking at them like, who are you really? <sighs> yeah. So it's just the whole like realizing who they was at the time. Right. And like. You're just, still out of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I really just got drugged up. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, like, it was really crazy. Like, 
if yeah. we had the videos oh no i'm good i can't do it i can't do it. i can't it do the md shows i can't do none of some of that stuff man i just like i can't do it but yeah that's amazing man and, and then also the recovery factor but like you said man your belief your promise to god or him to you but prior to that is um it's it, it, he held his word i mean yep. it's, it's sunday we, we can still go to church a little bit we can still do church it's all good yep. it's needed for real um that's super dope seven promises man so actually now does the transition of seven promises happen before you leave atlanta to come here um no nah, it actually it actually happened in atlanta like okay i actually came out the brand in atlanta and then to this day i'm still like rocking my brand like i'm not active with it right now mm -hmm. but i still rock my brand like right now i'm in the process of rebranding right um i'm expecting to relaunch my brand by the end of may if okay. not then early june that's what's up so and talk about that man and anything we do like entrepreneurship i mean i'm still learning all still new in it give me some of the first give me the the toughest things you've had to, to actually go through to start this process because i know some stuff too it's, it's not easy and everybody does say that until you start your own you don't know and yeah. that actually is really true um what are some of the toughest things you've had to overcome or deal with in this process of starting uh, seven promises really just like coming out of the, my pockets like coming out of my own pockets spending the money that front money yourself um, yeah like just really just trying to do everything on my own mm -hmm. um no sponsorships yeah like just nothing like i'll say the biggest the biggest 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 is really spending the money mm -hmm. because you can start a brand easily but like behind closed doors when you look at it it's the money that you put into it and uh so right. i'm gonna say i really learned how to like budget the money that went into my brand mm. um you know my mom she was really on my head about that uh really like knowing my numbers how mm. to like play my numbers right and uh um another one i could say is like coming out with the brand you know your friends seeing that you you know finna go up you hustling mm -hmm. people want freebies that i like like i don't have a problem with handing out a freebie because mm -hmm. i look at it as like a like a network thing like okay if i give you a shirt i know that you're gonna put it on somebody will ask you where you got the shirt from it should refer so that's that. a, it's worth the investment right yeah, like the return investment the, yeah i think is. that's the biggest without having to be rude to associate or friend but yeah. also what i've heard too no not what i heard what i know but uh, i mean I'm, I'm blessed on both sides though because my friends do support yeah. but i also know people you don't know will be yeah. the first one to come pay full price for everything that's true. They won't ask for the discount. They won't ask for, you know, and I think that's what a lot of business entrepreneurs say a lot too, because we do pay top price for uh, those upper brands and labels, right? That's true. But now also, I know ours may not have that backing of those labels, but yep. it's just ours though. So, I mean, I do understand that part too, because yeah. people, you know, it, but it makes it good when your friends do really support you like wholeheartedly and like, let me go, I'm gonna rock with you. Give me a couple of them. You know, for me, that yeah. definitely is, it's like, oh man, they want more than one. Oh yeah, that, it's a different because I, I hear a lot of people say they're they're actually close circles don't support them in the same way. It's all about a hookup. So, um, I shout out to all my people, man, for paying. You know, what I'm saying looking out and rocking the shirts too. So I know that's for you too. That's that's big. But yeah. also, like you said, that's like a it's a hidden promise though. Now you know what I'm saying. Is, you know, it it's is. a hidden promise about that point. But um, like it, it helped though. Yeah. Like I would I, I could say my brand wouldn't be in certain areas that it is now without you know just the handouts really. Um, yeah. Cause like living in Atlanta, you know everybody out there. You know you got the rappers, YouTubers, yeah, influencers. I have friends that's like big on the YouTube industry and like okay. big with the rap industry. Um, and like we all went to school together. And plus, like just being inside the school system. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so like me, like oh, uh, Hans, you know, take this shirt. Mm -hmm. You know, seeing them do a YouTube video on it, knowing that the video's gonna do numbers. Numbers. And people asking like, 
oh, where you get that shirt from? That's yeah. dope. And like, you know, they let them know that it's me. So I say I can give a shout out to like those that like actually, you know, rock there and actually like, you know, let people know where they got it from. That's good. How good of a feeling is it, man? Because I still, I mean, I still get it now. I mean, I'm still building the brand, especially the podcast is growing. But now the merch, as you can see, Rob, you got to rock your own. I always say right. too, man, you got to rock your own, right? Right. So, but to see somebody else with it on or be like, hey, I got this from him or something like that, I'm like, oh, that's, you know, I got, yeah. that's me. That's, that's super dope. Especially like being in public and the person don't know that it's your brand. Uh, and you go up to them like, like, like me, when I live in Atlanta, I did it a couple times. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I went up, like, I'm going to say I was downtown one time. Um, I have this one shirt. Uh, it has like a pinky promise and it has the number seven behind it. Mm -hmm. And then under it, it has seven promises. Um, I remember just being downtown around the Mercedes Benz Stadium and seeing somebody with a shirt. And I'm like, yo, like, where you get that shirt from? And like, just hearing them say, like, oh, I got off this website called uh, Seven Promises. Like, no. just hearing them say that, like, really just like, like spark something in me like knowing that okay like no. hearing them tell me that with energy i can imagine what they tell other people ah okay you know? that's dope yeah i like that i so like it's that just like if it, it's a really good feeling it's yeah. a really good feeling I, I can see that that's that's definitely dope because you, you you picture them saying that same uh to somebody else maybe yeah. like, oh that shirt's dope i want one what yeah. are you from oh, it's right here yep. that's that's super dope um and while you're talking about certain promises where can everybody find that you know give out your social information uh, right now man at least the ig stuff so they can follow it when this drop happens again so man. you can find seven promises on instagram at seven promises everything spelled out s-e-v-e-n-p-r-o-m-i-s-e-s um it's on twitter uh you know facebook as well okay. um the website it's an instagram bio but don't make purchases on there like there there's stuff up there but just don't make no purchases i haven't yet you, you know. gotta turn it off then turn the switch off <laughs> yeah like, switch off. like i just haven't really did the website yet right okay really. it's but, all good but it's, it's, it's coming in the worst it's coming though. That's it's, coming what's up. Though. it's coming though yeah my man's working um also we talked about the good right so what are, i mean stuff about the tough part outside of the, um somebody wearing your shirt what else are they good or whatever accomplishments you say would be like landmarks for you to be like okay okay i'm i'm doing this thing or i'm stamped and this is like i'm going to keep this going and keep yeah. it relevant what are some things that you can can mark or have marked having the passion being consistent i could say that yeah um because i'm gonna keep it a band with you i really could have gave up like a while ago oh yeah me too i, I could have gave up a while ago <laughs> but just like seeing people actually supporting my brand when i first started to how they is now um like right now i'm like I haven't touched my brand since I was, I want to say like last year, mm -hmm. but I recently just started, you know, creating my own designs and all till this day, people still follow the brand, still like the pictures on there. Uh, when I watch certain people's stories, I can see that they're sharing the posts thinking that, Oh, the brand is still active. Mm -hmm. So like seeing strangers at that, like actually giving my page the support that it needs, mm -hmm. that lets me know like, okay, you know, it's something that I need to be consistent with. And plus, it's, it's really my story. Like, I didn't start the brand for nothing. Mm -hmm. I really started it because of my, what I went through. And mm -hmm. all. So it's more than just a brand. It's really like, it's really my lifestyle, really. Like, I'm living yeah. by my, like, by my brand name, right. like, by Seven Promises. Yeah, so now you got people wanting, wanting the stuff and you got you to gotta get to it. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the other side of it, yeah. right? Like, now you've created that um, demand. Yeah. So now we got to put forth that work, Rob. People tell them a podcast, anything, any business, right? Most yeah. of them, most of them last a month, two months, six months at the at the most, and yeah. they're done. 
Yeah, if you're like lucky to go, you know what I mean? Certain episodes, I think. Actually, today, this is number 70 right now for me. This is bro. episode 70 podcast. Yeah, bro, like 70. I'm like, Damn. but it's not It's not funny, but also I'm learning different emails come when you get certain numbers. Like, yep. oh, you've reached this number. Uh, we want to interest you in doing this. I'm like, wait a minute, you, is this false? Or, you know, some <laughs> stuff like the Facebook going on Facebook all the time. It's like, oh, you can use this for marketing now. Yep. Or it's Facebook uh, store reels are coming up or something. I'm like, what? Yep. You can earn money. I'm like, huh? Right. Oh, monetization now. I'm still I'm still new to this. I'm like, oh, you can do this? So I didn't know. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Um yeah. what's what's okay, outside of the, the website, get ready to drop real soon. What are some other things that you made that you're willing to speak about that you got in play or got in mind um with this with this brand and, and company you're building right here? That you may share that we can, I mean, you know. Uh, <laughs> I could share this only because is something I know is going to happen. Okay. Um, with my brand and with me shooting sports and uh, you know the photography industry that I'm in, I'm planning on like just doing like things that corresponds with basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of hoopers that's out there. Yeah, uh, you did some having, tight stuff with uh yeah. with Grant High School. I see yeah. they, they film Grant, uh, Laguna Laguna Creek, Laguna Creek um, girls got a nice little highlight yeah. film film from you. So yeah. That's so just, big right now. It is. So like just having a connection with those certain schools. Um I'm I don't know. I, I ain't gonna it's say all good. Too no, much, no, hey, I'm I'm coming. all for it's for it's when it, when it's when it's ready, it's time to put it out, bring it out first, then you tell yeah. them. I'm all for that, bro, for <laughs> yeah. real. Um but like we mentioned, uh, didn't didn't put like a title to it. But yeah, you do photography, in game photos, videos, stuff like that. And I've seen a young man's work, he got some skills, good camera, got Appreciate a good that. camera, right? Appreciate so the pixels that. is everything with which um content i mean that's the biggest thing we're in right now i mean we're in the studio with one two three four five i don't know six cameras maybe yeah but angles content is dope what made you get into that because i mean you are the colon brand now but yeah. now you're actually out here putting footage together and spending time behind a camera what's that like for you uh everything is going good really like i really didn't think it was going to be the way it is but i actually love it um i really picked up a camera being at one of my mother's um events and mm-hmm. just seeing a guy with a camera you know playing around with it taking pictures with it, like oh this this ain't nothing like it's pretty cool like it's really like a it's really like a hobby that could just help you with certain things so with me thinking about you know getting into the photography industry but really like led me into it was starting with sports photography because mm-hmm. i know that after investing to a camera i can start sports photography because i can't play basketball no more so, it's the next so instead of not playing basketball i could still be around a game of basketball it's dope man That's so no, smart move yeah so i i started with sports photography um at the time i was going to a school called luella high school mm-hmm. uh i started shooting there basketball and then i that's where i really grew from shooting basketball and as i like took off i started doing different things like poetry studio poetry um, product shoots. Uh, so I just knowing that I got the skills, I could put two and two together, which means I put my photography stuff together with my clothing brand. Mm-hmm. So like everything on my clothing brand page, you you will think that someone else did, but oh, yeah. I do it. I like I did it all. I did it all on my own. As you know, in the game, in athletic sports, and I ask all the athletes that come through, anybody really though, like putting time in your craft, right? Yeah. So yeah, it looks easy to go out here and take the picture, right? But go home, edit crop all that how much time would you say you put in because and to be skilled at it but be like consistently good at it takes mm-hmm. some work right it's not yeah, just yeah. take a picture upload it no you're not doing that you're actually making reels yeah. videos you know what i'm saying buffing stuff out how much time does it take to get good, decent you would say 
at this because you're always going to be learning but to get yeah. consistent and get good you know what I'm saying get reviews back um just sitting behind the computer i probably say i put in like at least close to like four hours probably like just editing daily. different projects not not daily i'm okay. not gonna lie not daily um i probably say like every other two days at okay. the most um because i used to be behind the computer a lot but mm -hmm. i really try to like not stick be behind the computer as i used to and okay all. that's what's up um i saw a couple of pics on the ig like you and the king game matt barnes that oh, picture yeah. was dope the look that that angle picture was dope appreciate um, it for those events like that, have you been blessed yet to get like those? I know like, like press or sideline passes. Or are you taking those from wherever you at? But with just like I know his was like more so in the concourse area. Yeah. But what about that lower level? You made it down there yet to get to these, um, any anything for these down, games? Down down below, uh, those before the games. Okay. Um, because I've I've recently just found this out. Um, if you're a photographer and if you go to like an NBA game, mm -hmm. you're able to go down like to where you get certain the bench access. is at. Mm -hmm. 30 minutes before the tip off and right. you're able to like take pictures and all that oh, that's cool so with me in my head i'm like oh um i was with byop the, right. uh, a couple games so you know miss lorene uh, miss lorene is like my like my second mom yeah, she's gonna she vouch like, for you she's yeah, gonna hold she it like, down boy go down there and do what you do yeah so i went down there um i'm like you know just creating and usually the people that like be down there guarding the court mm -hmm. you know they'll be tripping but it was like oh like, you know go ahead so they gave me like opportunity I was like, oh let me just that's good do what i do so really it's just like finding the correct angles and catching them in the moment shooting like i know i took a couple like, of the arian fox um yeah. buddy hill when he was you know yeah. with the with sacramento kings uh sabonis um yeah. you know the trainers as well and yeah. of course you know matt barnes yeah, yeah. so just creating is like just everything really any any passion drive or feeling maybe to get it because i know a couple people shot to jamil Pugh, sacramento a couple of people they're doing 49er games but yeah. they you know what i mean like those press passes where you like now you on the baseline somewhere yeah. right any that's that's any, really my any, goal okay um like till this day like i want to shoot nba okay I want, like i want to go be able to just go to a game and just be courtside like right yeah. there to shoot anybody really like i don't i really don't care what team it is like just being in the nba arena the energy and the feeling and just seeing the players reactions and everything that takes place um it's just everything um, i never knew i never thought about if camera people uh photographers felt that way too like during the action but they're for the front row seat yeah so it's yeah, like I mean. best seats in the house really like but <laughs> it's, it's dangerous i'm not gonna lie it's i, about to say, I see them get run over all the time yeah, the little squares aren't dangerous. far enough back yeah. and after we talk about it too though like behind the baseline it's not far enough back yeah. and, big, and they have the big camera so it's like you can hurt something you can hurt them yep. i was gonna say that but the rush has to be crazy for them too because like every time they come down it could something come your yeah. way right that's, that's super i would say um not too long ago uh the g league uh when stockton kings played yeah. south bay lakers um i actually had the opportunity to be baseline where they was like you know playing mm -hmm. and just Shout like, out bobby jackson man yeah like just just seeing them like come in full speed down the court you never know what's <laughs> going to happen like somebody can get dunked on they could fall right there in front of you yeah you could even get hit but it's just like the time yeah. and the place like just being the right time being the right place for it that's super dope, man. Hope to see you get that that opportunity, man. Because I mean, so, you just never know. I mean, so, but I mean, the, so. the, the stay consistent, right? It's just yeah. keep networking, yeah. stay consistent. You never know um, who what you're doing. Um, for those out there, and this is big now. I mean, content is a big thing for so for anybody listening who's like wanting to get started or yeah. um, 
cameras are expensive. Cameras are expensive, right? Super so, expensive. but let me do, let's just start from the beginning for somebody, for a, a kid, a student, or anybody who's interested. Okay, only what's the baseline price they may need to invest? Because like we talk about investing, right? You have to invest yep. in yourself, your business. If they want to get started, what should they be looking about? If you know, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're no experts up here. All right, so don't quote us on this. But we're just saying, <laughs> if kids want to get started, or somebody's interested in this, this business or this field. What we're giving our ideas or suggestions, what should they look for? What type of things should they look for? Just to start out like something baseline. Honestly, um, if you want to shoot sports photography or sports videography, the biggest thing is really the quality. So you can go buzz down on a on a 16 megapixel camera or even a 20 or a 24, I believe. And you could probably pay like at least like six or seven, eight hundred dollars for for a camera. Mm-hmm. You can get away with that. But right. what really matters the most feels like the lenses, uh, mm. like the camera body. The camera body don't really matters. Um, yeah, you know the quality gotcha. plays a big factor inside the body. But what really helps a lot is like the lenses. Um, when I first started, uh, my mother she had got me a. Um, it was like a Nikon Coolpix, like a pocket camera type. Nice. Uh, and then like as I grew older. Um, my father, that's when he, for Christmas, he had got me a Nikon D3500. And I want to say I used that camera for like most of my photography industry, like most of my career, really. Um, and with just with that camera, I was able to shoot uh, Shaquille O'Neal, Brian Mutombo, the Kimmy Mutombo's son, um, Angel McCarthy. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did. I, oh, I you're should, in Atlanta, though. See, I mean, you're in a hub with so much yeah, going yeah. on, man. It's so much opportunity for photos and yep. pictures and videos in Atlanta. Yep. Different from sports to events to activities. Yeah, yeah you had a lot of so options. I, I used that camera for like a while. But, you know, when I came to Cali, um, I started working with Black Youth Leadership Project. Mm-hmm. And they they was interested into my craft so with them being inside of my life and being inside of my like being interested inside of my industry mm-hmm. they really invested into my industry like into my career yeah. um and i want to say me and miss lorraine we'll sit in the office and she was like i'm not doing it to just keep you around like to instantly pull you in i'm doing it because i want to see you succeed and i want to see you win Right. Somebody's so, investing in you though, but yeah. but bigger than what just what she has for you for yeah. the LP, yeah. right? Something bigger. So when she did that, I'm gonna say the next day she had um uh, purchased a Canon. Uh it was a Canon EOSR. Um it's a camera I've been dying on one. Like you could ask my mom. I I begged my mom for that camera, <laughs> I'm gonna say almost every day. It was on your list, huh? Yeah, number like, one. It was like a it was like a close to a three thousand dollar camera. Right. I asked my mom, I asked my dad, I asked my grandma, everybody. Right. And like them seeing the price, they was like I can go put a down payment on a new car with that. Yeah, like, they, yeah, they, they didn't want to do it. So just like seeing someone, you know, invest into the craft right. really played like a huge role. And I took every inch of the way. Well, you know, I mean, content is good, right? Especially yeah. with VIP, right? They're active, they're active. So yep. it's a lot of content to be created. A lot. A so, I mean, if they're investing in you, which they know now you're with them, but you're also going to be active and you're going to capture those moments for that yeah. program, right? So, I mean, it's, it serves its purpose, though, yeah, right? You know really, what I'm saying? It really did. That's, it really did. That's what's up. That's that's the that's the better part of it, right? Somebody yeah. investing in you, and I got, you know what I'm saying, throw it back their way yeah. by the good work. Um, coming to Cali, though, you know, I saw on the website a couple, like, outdoor scenes, outdoor mm-hmm. shoots from Atlanta. Have you done some here in Cali yet? Not yet. Okay, because I, I was going to ask so, what, what was so. the biggest difference of, like, outside of the climate in Atlanta and Cali, but our scene is a little different. I can, I can answer that. Okay, so what's, what's kind of, like, the difference of the, the outside 
climate or kind of weather? Because I know Cali have, I think, more sun bright. Yeah. How difficult is that type of thing or versus is it easier here because of the outside lighting? It's it's easier here because you have more of a better environmental like environmental view. Um, okay. Being in Atlanta, yeah, you had like different graffiti walls. You mm. had like different side streets, different sidewalks where you can instantly, oh, hop out the car, take a picture. Mm-hmm. But just being out here in Cali, you have like the palm trees, you have lakes on almost anywhere you possibly Water. go. Yeah. yeah. The beaches and just being just being close to like anything really out here. And plus the suns out here do shine brighter than what they did in Atlanta. Yeah. Like I wanna say I flew back to Atlanta like I'm gonna say not too long ago. And just landing, I could tell a huge difference between like the sun out there versus coming back to Cali. Um, like it don't shine that bright out there. Like you're probably like it looks gloomy right. out there. I mean, yeah, you in the south, we didn't see in the country, <laughs> man. You in the south, definitely, man. So like just just being out here, like when I when I I could say when I do my streets photography, like my outdoor should shows, be some dope coming, right? Yeah, we waiting on that crazy. one. Hey, we're gonna hopefully get a man and get him in these <laughs> stay applying pressure t shirts, man. We're gonna get these get yeah. these out there too, man. Um like sports wise, I guess let me ask this too, as far as um because there's other people who have done photography or doing before you, right? Anybody yeah. you kinda in tune with it, kind of their work, who you kinda like their work or watch their work a little bit outside of yourself. Um yeah, not not really. Uh, yeah, yeah, I come across different creators. Mm-hmm. But like when I see their pictures and all, it's like I really use different pictures as an inspiration. Like, okay, okay I have this one in mind. Let me try to like do something like this. But I want to say just being in Atlanta and going through my whole uh, photography career, mm-hmm. uh, one guy that really helped me out a lot was uh, his name. He go by the name. He go by Mike, but his mm-hmm. name is really Michael. Um, he's I don't know if you're familiar with Street Bud. He was on the rap game. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he was street, but he street, but personal photographer. So he'd mm-hmm. be around like quality control with like the Migos and mm-hmm. all. So like just him putting me up on game with like different features when it comes to cameras and him like be like, hey, yo, Tev, pull up to street buds. I'm release party. This person going to be here. This person going to be here. This person going to be here. A nice inside plug. Yeah. Like just him like letting me know like what to do and all that. Because those were those good pictures. It was. It was. I guess I hear people say it, photographers. How do you know it's the good picture, though? How do you know that? I'm like, for... honestly, every picture is a good picture. It's okay. just with me now. If I can get, if I can get like a person who's like a big idol, looking my way, like while I'm taking the picture, and like they're like in the like they're caught in the yeah, like uh-huh. they're caught in the frame. Yeah, that's that's really the best picture. Okay. Like uh, with Matt Barnes when he looked that one. That's what that, that's why it looks so that's, cold. That's the best. Like I could say that's the best picture. So, it was natural. Did you call him or he just happened to look your way at uh, the camera? I actually called him. I actually called him. But you, it caught, I saw it and I was like, oh yeah, that one is dope though. Yeah, it caught whole... him like in the mood because you know, he just got off from um, being live yeah. on, uh, I believe it's Fox, Fox Sports. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like just like being able to see like, him like yeah. turn and just his facial expression of him like what he just got done doing. Like he was in a serious mood, I'm not going to lie. Uh, but it really no. just depends, really. Like, if they, if they could look at you in the frame, that live, that, that live photo, yes. but framed, it's, it was a live photo, but it was framed, though. You got it still. Yeah. You caught it, basically, I guess, right? Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Like you caught it because you caught me in full, like, yeah, you know, so like, was it was just, uh, like, like, yeah, you had to be looked, ready. Like, so, you just looked. <laughs> do you take, are you, I'm not sure, is it the one you take multiple at one time or you take, because I mean, 
Um, when I shoot sports, I do. Uh, it's called high continuous. Okay, so like you, you just go. hold the trigger, go flash. Like okay. it, shoot, it shoot like a hundred some pictures like in a second. Okay. Um, but like just certain photo shoots, I do like single shingle okay. shot, which means like if you press trigger, single. it goes. Okay. Like you just go like. You gotta know what you're doing, you man. That's crazy. You gotta know what you're doing. You gotta know what you're doing. I wouldn't. So I wouldn't even try to do it. <laughs> um, before we get out of here, man, every guest that come on the show, I always have them do like their triple threat, right? Basketball is a dual pass shoot, right? Yeah. Basketball, but. Just in life, man. So for you, it can be for somebody listening. I mean, experiencing any type of difficulties, adversities, your personally about your heart, but just in general, what would be your triple threat that you can that you do or hang your hat on or that you live by right now? And it don't have to be sports oriented, it could be just something personal to you. But three things that you get live by, go by somebody listening, watching could share, like, or have in common maybe and be inspired by what uh what they hear or see today on the show. Um I give you three words. Okay. That, uh, focused, dedicated, and really passion. Mm. Um, those three really the biggest to me because just staying focused really helps get things done. Really mm. like, and just being dedicated about like what you doing is a big thing as well as having a passion for what you're doing. Cause you can't like you can't just wake up one day and be like, oh, I'm gonna go start the next Amazon company. Mm -hmm. But you can't like you can't really do that without having the passion for it. Mm -hmm. um, and I would say a lot that, of sacrifice. Yeah, like I would say in today's like society, that like just having the passion about certain things really plays a big role. Um, so really, just keeping the passion for what you're doing, uh, staying focused for to like what you're doing, mm -hmm. and just being dedicated about what you're doing. With those three, you could really like get so far in life. That's um, what's up. That can help you out Give out the social uh, social media information one more time for everybody looking, because I said you got this gentleman's gonna be in the gym. I know for me a couple of times coming up <laughs> yep. this summer, man, get some games and stuff on film. Yep. But um, if you guys are looking for business inquiries, make sure you guys hit them up. I mean, we, we gonna we, we gonna repost this again as it comes up. I already reposted it. We've been reposting it, so you can yeah. just hit it, hit my line or hit his line if you want to get in contact. Because you know what I'm saying, he got some good work, and we're gonna yeah. you know what I'm saying support our own. Support the support the new uh, Akron Atlanta Cali kid. You know what I'm saying. So you here now, so it's, it's yep. good. It's home, man. So uh, it's you good, actually, man. You guys can actually uh, find me on Instagram at shots by Tev S H O T S B Y T E V. Um, my clothing brand Seven Promises, like I said, uh, S E V E N P R O M I S E S. And um, just just to put this out there, if y'all Google shots by Tev, you'll see like all my articles. You'll see. Um, just the services I provide, uh, ways to get in contact with me. Um, you know, I have a link tree out there. My phone number is out there. Uh, it's my personal phone number, so don't be calling my phone like trying to have a conversation. Oh, you gotta get a Google number, kid. <laughs> you gotta get that switch. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, y'all reach out to me. You know, um, I just moved to Cali back in August, so I'm really just uh, hungry for the lifestyle I want. So that's what's up, man. So, yeah, that. you know, he's here. He's he's putting in work. Building a brand, yep. um, networking, do yep. a lot of networking, man. He's out and about doing networking, which is half the battle, man. So you got to yep. put yourself in that space, right? Yep. Um, definitely, but also it's quality work. Like I said, man, you got to hit the page up, look for yourself. Yep. Uh, the, the look doesn't lie, but also the, I think that um, it's better when you know about the person you're dealing with. Yep. So right now they got an up close and personal um, interview with you yeah. so they can know that the, the man the creator behind the creator right yeah you know what i'm saying i do want to say this before we do leave um because it's been itching you know I, you probably see me like twitching uh i do want to shout out like my mom like she's in here right now but without her like you know 
I'm not saying it's because it's Mother's Day, but like hey, it's good. without her like really being on my head, like like just just being on my head, like I'm a prisoner or anything like that. I wouldn't really be the Tevin, like I wouldn't be the Tevin I am now. Like mm-hmm. um I really I could say I changed a lot. Um so just having my mom as like my backbone and just having her as like a support. And just having her to like just go to to like it's everything. Yeah, like really just everything. Like she really helped out a lot. Um, yeah, really the who I am today is because of her. Yeah. Um, you know my father played a big role too, but um, mom's hit different. Really, it's yeah, all like, good. Like, I understand. Really, mom's really hit my different. Mom, like, my mom really just like yeah. come in. Clutch, I already know. Come yeah, in clutch. Mom's hit different, especially with the, that mom boy relationship. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with it. I'm the only boy, so I definitely know. I got, you know, I had nice. two sisters, so mom the only one, so I take full advantage. But <laughs> also, you know, our bond is definitely different. Yeah. Um, it is what it is. Yep. But shout out to mom. She's in the building. Yeah. Even worked a little bit. She's sitting here too. She's back here working, helping helping son out while she's in the building. Yeah. Um. So thank you too for you guys for coming, showing up. Um, and we're going to be in contact, you know, that we got more stuff in the works, you know, plan some stuff. Um, yep. Hit the website, man. Seven Promises. Tap in with me. I got some dope colorways. Stay applying Not pressure, man. We all summer long, all spring and summer. But uh, we're just getting time. started, man. And that's the goal, right? But together as a unit, too, right? Yeah. Help educate, um, support the youth, the movement, everything else. But the right way, man. Our world definitely needs better people, like, telling your story like you, man. And just putting some positive in the air. Yeah. Positivity, man. We want to be around. I feel it. You know what I'm saying? We want to be here to take advantage of this, man. So um again, happy to all the happy Mother's Day to all the mothers across all everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere, man, no matter where you at. Um, if your mother's here or passed away, still happy Mother's Day to you guys and many blessings going forward. Uh, from Tev and Coach JT, man, out at 360 Studio, DJ Eddie on the ones and twos in the back, man. Shout out to my DJ, man. Real dope guy. Keep us lit in here, man. Appreciate you, my guy. We out. Peace. All right.